I played in a turkey bowl today, football. I have friends that um, do a turkey bowl every year, mm-hmm. uh, but I never go. Never? No. This is the first one. Well, I did one like two years ago, <clears throat> but... Uh, I guess a- I did one probably like 15 years ago. So it's been 15 years. Yeah. How do you think you would compete now? I would die. <laughs> <laughs> It would be bad. A lot of people were dying today. I bet. <clears throat> yeah. You don't realize how old you are until you're trying to... Until you're 28, trying to relive your glory days. <laughs> <laughs> trying to run down field in a park to catch a pass. Yeah. It was super fun, though. We had, like, seven on seven, a bunch of guys from here. I actually fell really hard in the rocks. We played right here on the Stars Field. You ate it in the rocks? Like, I was running after somebody. And I got him. Just got to say that. I got him. <laughs> but I, I, I kind of jumped to t- two-hand touch. It was two-hand touch. I tried yeah. to try kind of not dove, but I kind of like jumped forward to two-hand touch them. And at the same time, someone else two-hand touched them and kind of pushed them out of my reach. And I like fell forward. And then uh, it was right on the edge where the curb and then rocks kind of went downhill. And I just like flipped real fast on my back and, <laughs> and it just like stopped on the rocks. Ouch. <clears throat> so one of my hands all jacked up right here and on my back. Dang. It's all worth it, man. It's not, all worth it. Not as young as you used to be. <laughs> yeah, and agile. It was fun, though. I definitely would do it again. I think this one's going to be like a quarterly turkey bowl. Oh. Trying to trying to get in? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was like a, oh, I would join. That's what it sounded like. No, no, that was an, oh, that's frequent. <laughs> too many. <laughs> that, is that, that, is that, that is more is that than four necessary. four too many times? <laughs> Uh, but yeah it's like a bunch of guys you know too it'd be super fun you just get out run around a little bit can i be all-time qb (laughs) we you could it was Uh, it was fun man a bunch of wives came out too and watched it was kind of (laughs) like my wife included with all my kids but uh what did your kids think well they didn't really pay attention i was trying to get their attention a little bit like hey look over here but they didn't really care they were playing with like these big round balls that mercedes bought it was fun though it was super fun did your team win we did yeah, <laughs> that's what matters. The second game, we won like fifty some to sixteen. We played two games. We played for two hours. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, but I saw if real quick. This has nothing to do with turkey bowl. You complete a workout today. I get notifications now every time you complete a workout. <laughs> every time you complete a workout, I'm like, oh look at Justin, you got a workout, and that's great. So I've I've ran into a phenomenon, and this could be its own topic, I guess. Uh, now taking Guinness out for a walk, you can set it the workout. Well, I forget to set the workout, uh, and so I only get credit for like half of the amount of time that I actually do. It. But like halfway through the workout, it usually taps me on the wrist and is like, "Are you working? Are, out? are you yeah. uh, are you doing a little bit of a workout there?" Isn't that crazy that it? it can read that like that? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, track it. And then that never goes back quite as far tracking-wise yeah. as... Yeah, if you track the whole thing, you'd probably get your 30 minutes done in one, one walk. I know, especially since I, uh, like, this morning I walked him. Like, I only have, like, eh, it's, it's at, like, my watch is at, like, 7 o'clock. It's at, like, 7 o'clock for that little green health circle. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I walked him for probably... 40 minutes this morning dang that's a long time by yeah. yourself obviously Just by myself Katie's gone. yeah so Kate, katie left and i woke up and i got ready and <clears throat> i put in my headphones and listening to a podcast and just walked walked around Do you so, like doing that yeah i really like doing that especially now the weather it's probably nice yeah yeah it's really nice Do you have a cup of coffee no i should walk with some coffee yeah, that makes be it good. way better i used to walk hurley every day with a cup of a cup of coffee not like a thermos that had a cover mm. it was kind of difficult but that almost sounds enticing enough to get me to wake up early to do it yeah so you could have your coffee yeah because i was walking him at like 10 30 yeah at night oh in the morning in the sorry. morning <laughs> <laughs> like, <what> a, <laughs> 10 30 like, at night the horror in your face <laughs> i'll probably walk him when i get home tonight probably so um, twice a day trying to close that ring yeah. <laughs> well i'm trying to tire him out uh because if he if if i get home and uh Kate, katie's not there and it's just me uh he goes crazy getting like locked does she my walk office. him too yeah, she'll walk him too. Okay. So we, we try to walk him a, a lot. Um, I really want him to learn how to play fetch. That he's not about it? Yeah, he just doesn't get it. Like, and, bro, come and on. And he could care less for the ball that I bought him. So, like, I, I go into the backyard. If I can get him onto the grass, then I throw the ball, and he'll, like, run over, and he'll stop it. But then he, like, won't even pick it up. <laughs> uh, it's like Hurley. Yeah. Same deal. I'm like, I'm like, pick it up. Bring it back to me. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back to me. And he just kind of stares at me. He's like, what's this guy yelling at me for? 
Yeah, I'll make sure to invite you. I'll add you to the group me chat. So you oh, can please don't add me to the group me. <laughs> it's already going to be done. Uh, yeah, that's one more thing I need, another muted group me that I'm in. Because you can't delete them or get out. I, well, you, I think you can get out with the group me app, but I, um, I just mute all of the ones. Yeah, but I'm just saying you can't delete a conversation, a chat. It hides it. Mm. So it's a hidden chat, but it never goes away. Interesting. It's very frustrating. Yeah. I just mute it and then uh, I'll see it when I see it. Yeah. If I see it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fan of them either, but we use it for almost every single serving group. Everything we have is on a group. I'm in like three dozen group me's. All right. Welcome back to the Two Justins podcast. I'm Justin and that's Justin. And this is a show where two Justins answer questions from listeners, topics from listeners and talk about whatever we want. What's up, bro? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's felt like quite a while. I, I think maybe the month is just like, I don't know, had, have has had so much packed into it that it feels like it's, it's been t- forever. Yeah. And Thanksgiving is here in like three days. Yeah. Or five days. Yeah, man. It's crazy. It's, the it, month went by super quick. It, it really did. So hopefully we can pack in a few more shows before the month ends. Yeah. And it's important that we do because, listeners, you may remember, we are in the midst of a holiday month. A holiday month. Yes. We are in the midst of a holiday month. Except I don't know how to say it. It's the holiday month of thanks festivigus. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, you can go back a few episodes and you can, you can listen in. <clears throat> yes. And thanks festivigus is a holiday month that does not discriminate. <laughs> it is open to all. <laughs> Any of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what that means is that uh, we want your feedback and we want you to participate more in the show. So um, all this month, we are encouraging anybody within the sound of our voice to go on to iTunes, uh, leave us a rating, leave us a review. Yes, that does help us out Um with iTunes, but it also helps us out in hearing back from you in a very structured place. Mm-hmm. Um, we also want uh, in that review that you write, and you don't have to be overly nice. Uh, you can be honest in the review, um, but in that review that you leave, somewhere in there, ask us a question. That's how you're going to be more involved in the show. We're going to do a special end-of-the-year show yep. where we answer your questions. And then, on top of all of that, to say thank you for participating in Thanks Festivigus, and thank you for participating in the first six months of this podcast, yeah. we want to... Say thank you by giving away a $50 Amazon gift card. Yes. So a $50 Amazon gift card. And you can use that wherever, whatever you want. And all you have to do to enter is rate and review on iTunes. So if you rate and review, even if you forget to ask a question, you'll still be eligible for the $50 gift card. And uh, we will announce the winner. Uh, on an episode of the Two Justins podcast. And if we don't know who that winner is, uh, we'll give you some time to hear the episode and reach out to us via social media. So be prepared to do that, to claim your reward. And uh, thanks, Festivigus, to all. Yeah, and if you need help figuring out how to rate and review, uh, we actually have created a story highlight on our Instagram at two underscore Justins. And you can view it, and it'll show you exactly what you need to do to rate and review it. And if you don't follow us on Twitter or Instagram, mm-hmm. make sure to do that at, at two underscore Justins. We post a bunch of stuff on there. Uh, you can kind of keep up to date. But also, you can find out how to rate and review to be a part of. Thanks, Fest. Give a give a guess. Thanks, Festivigus. It's a hollow month. Thanks, Festivigus. I got it. (laughs) So, real quick, uh, two episodes ago, we talked about Dinosaur Kid and Space Kid. This is like a reoccurring theme over the past couple episodes. Someone mentioned that there is another kid. Katie mentioned that there's a critter kid. Yep. Justin O, the other Justin. The silent Justin. (laughs) He's around. Mentioned uh, that he wasn't into any of those things, and he was only into cars. Mm, So the car kid. Is that a thing? Is that a thing? Uh, I or know- does that fall in line with a uh, another kind of another one of the kids? It feels like it's a distinct kid to me. 
I, I feel like it could definitely be separate. I think this needs to be our Twitter poll of the week. <laughs> Is all, it, all of you eight people who vote, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> let us know, and the eight of you will decide. <laughs> Is a car kid its own category, or it, is it not allowed to be in the dinosaur critter kid space, space kid. kid? Yeah, I think. Or is a car kid a type of space kid? Uh, See, does that not not feel like it? Well, you were a space kid, but were you into cars? Uh, I was into like Hot Wheels as a little kid, but I was never in. I was never like, like a gearhead. Yeah, I was never yeah. into. I was never a gearhead. Yeah, yeah, that's where I think it. it I like differs. watching Top Gear, but <laughs> it's more for the comedy value. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. We'll put it up. Great. Moving on to Seinfeld. Season 2, Episode 8. To give a brief recap, this one is called The Heart Attack, and this is the one where George thinks he's having a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) The opening of the episode is great. Uh, uh, And he gets rushed to the hospital, and it turns out he has a tonsil issue, right? Yeah, he has a... yeah, he has to get like his tonsils removed. I forget what that's called. I had a tonsillectomy. Was, yeah, did you have, you have your tonsils? I still have my tonsils. Okay, cool. Uh, and Kramer, uh, in his typical way, says, "You don't need that. <laughs> I know, I know a guy that that makes this tea. <laughs> He's a holistic healer. A holistic healer, and he makes this tea. And so he makes, gives him the tea. He drinks the tea. Turns purple. Turns purple. <laughs> gets rushed back to the hospital. Uh, in the ambulance, <laughs> the driver and the paramedic." I guess they're both paramedics. Yeah. They get in like an argument over uh, something. I forget what it was. And they They exit the car. Oh, no, they crash. They crash the ambulance. Yeah, yeah. And then they all end up in the hospital, basically. Well, they both end up with like neck neck braces on. Yep. And that's the episode. And that's the episode. So that's the quick rundown. We're trying to make these rundowns a little more concise. Yeah, yeah. Trying to make it a little bit tighter to move on to the topic that is generated from the gold that is Seinfeld. (laughs) distilling uh, the essence down to a topic to talk about. Yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on doctors? The, the difference in a normal doctor and then like, have you ever been to some kind of holistic doctor or had any kind of holistic medicine ever in your life? You may find this unsurprising, but no. <laughs> yeah. You get your flu shots. So, yeah. Okay. So speaking of flu shots, <laughs> I'm glad you opened the door. Let's just shut it real quick. <laughs> Speaking of flu shots, a study came out recently, and not just like like one of those, a study says that chocolate actually is healthy. <laughs> um, no, like like a, a, a very intensive, I think it was in uh, some pediatrics journal, mm-hmm. um, saying that there is decent evidence for continued effects year to year of flu shots, too. So, like, children that have received multiple years of flu shots uh, had better outcomes than people, children that just received flu shots this year. So, like, the continued, like the continued immunization, like, builds upon each other. Uh, not necessarily builds upon it, uh, uh, itself, but, but maybe there's still some lasting immunity from the previous years because you're, you're picking different strains of flu every year. And they're different every time, right? Um, yeah, we're, we're trying to predict which strains oh. of flu are going to be the most prominent in this flu season. How do you think they picked those? Um, I don't know, statistical analysis of some kind. So it's all a guessing game. <laughs> it's like the episode we talked about the toilets. Okay, it is There's a, no math to picking it. You may be, you may, they may get it, in some years they do get it very wrong, but the flu shot still is demonstrated to provide better outcomes even when you do get the flu if you've had the flu shot because you're still building up your antibodies towards a bunch of different strains of flu with mm-hmm. each vaccine. I see. So I just thought that was interesting. Uh, and and, and the, the, the study was very forthcoming with uh, describing its shortcomings, like maybe you know different people, a different makeup of families in this selection uh, were families that were more likely to have immunized over two years. And so like those type of things of like the socioeconomic economics of like the family yeah. play and how that plays into you know so there's a lot of things that that could could uh affect this but it was a pretty large study and and they were very it was very well thought yeah it's nice yeah justin's all about the flu shots as you can see if you haven't gotten your flu shot yet please please Me and my go, entire family yet to please get go one. get your flu shot 
you have children and a baby. You should definitely have the flu shot. The only flu shot we've ever gotten. Fenway got one when she was born because she was born in the snowy months in Kentucky, and they recommended it. I think Mercedes might have got it too, but I I didn't get it. Everybody's recommended it. It's recommended for everybody that is capable of taking a shot. That's what they want you to think. (laughs) And it's even more important because, like, the more people that get shots, the harder it is for the flu to spread between people. And so it better protects, like, children who may not have a shot or, for whatever reason, can't get a shot or an elderly person. Yes. So this is what's happening right here is basically what happens in the episode of Seinfeld. Jerry (laughs) is for the doctors. (laughs) Justin is Jerry. Me, on the other hand, Kramer is not for the doctors. I'm for doctors. I'm just not not about the flu shot. I've never, Uh, I've never, I haven't had a flu shot in probably like 12 years. Okay, but that's anecdotal. Yeah, but I haven't had the flu, but maybe twice. And I don't count the stomach flu as the flu. Yeah, I don't. They're not going to give you a shot for that, right? No, that's not what we're, what the flu shot is yeah. protecting against. But, so, like, that's what I'm saying. It's it's anecdotal whether or not, like, in your individual experience you've gotten the flu. But we can see that the more people that are immunized, the better holistically outcome we have as a whole. Fighting, fighting the flu. But the flu is never going to go away. I'm sure people said that about, about polio. Polio. And boom, polio eradicated off the face of the earth. Yeah, that was a little more harsh than the flu, I think. Yeah, but it was still like a thing that people like lived with and like, oh, I got the polio. <laughs> or, or measles. Oh, I got measles. It's just like a, one of those things that you get. Like my grandfather had mumps. Like we don't deal with any of that anymore because we get vaccinated and then it's done. Yeah, but those didn't have different strands where it's all different every single time. Yeah, it's, it's definitely more complex to immunize against the flu, but I think the, the, that that doesn't mean that we should abandon it. And like a whole bunch of people historically have died from the flu. Like I think more than polio and measles like combined. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll think about it. something like, I can't remember what it is like 5% or 10% of the entire population of the planet died from the Spanish flu in the early 1900s. Do you judge me for having kids and not getting a flu shot? I don't judge you. I just try <laughs> to educate you. <laughs> Uh, all right moving on (laughs) seinfeld holistic healers that didn't really answer the question i think it kind of answers the question (laughs) Uh, that was good i am okay with anybody doing something that uh they feel like they get um a benefit from and it feels valuable to them but i don't like um people receiving what they think is a medical what they think will give them a medical benefit that has no demonstrable benefit to it so like for example um i love lighting candles in my house Uh and having my whole house smell like candles I really like that. It smells great. Um, I even love, um, like, the little oil diffu- diffuse. Like, I've got, like, a little thing that I can put, like, some, like, minty eucalyptus Diffuses. oil yeah. and light a candle underneath it, and it, like, evaporates the oils. Yeah. I think that smells really good. Um, but. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I think there is a benefit there in, um, I enjoy the smell. Uh I think uh, it helps create an environment depending on uh, what I'm doing. Like if I'm trying to relax, if I'm trying to focus, um, you know, you can kind of create a space, an environment that that is beneficial for that. Like when you make coffee in the morning and it smells like coffee in the morning and you're trying to like focus on like what do I need to do to start my day? Like having that built into the routine is is very beneficial. When I um, – was in college a lot of times when i was studying i would um pull up a a uh video of a fireplace crackling and in the background of that play sounds of a thunderstorm and then in the background of that play a pandora channel of jazz music so i have creating this whole environment and i'd usually like light a candle in my apartment so that like as i'm studying i've got this just very immersive exper- huh. experiential environment Did around you do this me. every time you studied not every time but but like if i was really trying to like relax and be focused and like remove distraction but have a lot of like stimulus auditorily i don't know i really enjoyed all of that together but um 
at the end of the day, it was the studying the 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 like I helped create an environment that was conducive to the studying, but none of those things made me better at studying. I think a lot gets lost in translation of what is actually possible and what is just completely fake um, in like diffusing things to smell good to set environments to set tones and like oh you have a cold here if you evaporate this scent it will make your cold better it might make you more relaxed it might put you in a good mood it might be something you enjoy but nothing about like this type of oil just evaporating into the air the water and like the scent getting pulled around the room in the air getting vaporized nothing about that has an effect on your cold other than you enjoy it and it's relaxing which might help your body's immune system to better be in a position if you like oh i'm really relaxed i'm going to go to bed early now you're getting extra sleep your body's getting an extra time to repair itself and defend itself against the cold but it's not like you inhale these magic molecules that then go and fight the cold Mm -hmm. so those are thoughts A lot of people listen to this. I use essential oils. I know. And it's a racket. Yeah. It's like it's legitimately a racket. Like there's no oversight, no regulation. They can put whatever they want in the bottle, call it whatever they want, claim it does whatever they want, and then charge absurd amounts of money for it. Yeah. With no proof that any of it does anything. And it sounds to me, it sounds like people talking about like, like different strains of weed. Like when they talk about essential oils, they're like, oh yeah, this one will get you so (laughs) relaxed and this one will cure your cancer and your glaucoma. And this one, like just weed, bro. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't know. Are like, we're really good at seeing patterns. Like, oh, I'm really relaxed when I diffuse this oil. Um, but maybe you're choosing to diffuse that oil because you're in a mood where you're really relaxed. Like yeah. it's not necessarily that the oil is doing. It's like more doing... of a byproduct than a. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we get the order. Mixed up. Mixed up. Yeah. And, and we, the anecdote that we notice, we just hold on to uh, without actually realizing that like the confirmation bias that is happening, that, that the, the, um, what's the, what's the phrase? the uh oh it's in statistics i took statistics in high school um the where where the thing that is it the thing that you think is responsible isn't necessarily responsible um the correlation is not causation okay just because oh it seems like this always happens with when, when i diffuse this oils are like that isn't necessarily the cause like there, there very likely could be a cause that you don't realize that is at the heart of all of this, and there's just a correlation of like, oh, this is always how it happens. Yeah, um, that's good, bro. <laughs> <clears throat> we have oils at our house. I've got oils at my house. Yeah, we we diffuse I think it smells them. good. I think they have an effect on your health. Not diffusing. I don't really care about the diffusing. Mm-hmm. I think rubbing them on your body though make a difference. <clears throat> let me let me let me let me. Sorry. Yes. Two, yes. Two sorry. Seconds, let me okay. give you. Let me give you the, the time. Yeah. The I don't space. really have that much time. But what I have observed by using oils, I don't really care to diffuse them. Mercedes likes to diffuse them in our bedroom. She's lavender and eucalyptus a lot. I like the blood orange one better, but that's just me. Anyways, uh, there's one I use in particular a lot, and it's the peppermint oil. And it's super potent. Do you have it? Do you guys have peppermint no, oil? No, I was going to use peppermint oil as an example of something we'll get to in a second. Okay. So <clears throat> I rub peppermint oil usually on my stomach if I have a stomach mm-hmm. ache. Like legit, rub it all like on my stomach. I'll rub it on my temples if I have a headache. But peppermint is known as a natural, uh, a natural cure for pain or headaches or stomach aches or any of these things. If you like to eat peppermint, that's why I use the oil in that sense. I don't believe diffusing it would cause it, but I do think the oil itself, a hundred percent, if it's a hundred percent extracted oil, not mixed with tons of other things, but if it is just pure peppermint oil, I think your body, if you can get it onto your skin and absorbed in, it will have some medical benefit. So it's so funny that you went to peppermint oil. Because um, I think there are two things going on. Um, one, um, uh, I don't know what the active ingredient in in peppermint is, but I believe uh, it would be like menthol yeah. that, that gives it the mintiness. Um, and uh, menthol is very well known to uh, be like a topical 
like it, yeah, it's, it's yeah. like Bengay, like yeah. rubbing Bengay on. Like yeah. you can you can breathe better. Better like that. Yeah. That's a very it's very used. It's a very widely used um, thing. Yeah, it's like in Vicks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Vicks. I use Bengay. Uh, yeah, they're both uh, the same. That's. Uh, I guess it's what what your family grows up using. Yeah. yeah. Um, side note: the uh, the have we talked about the tissues with the lotion and the Vicks in oh, it? Yeah. Oh, oh man, yeah. those are like the Cadillac of tissues. Yeah. Those are the best. We like our tissues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so there's that that aspect of it, but I think peppermint is a great example. And I think aloe vera is another example of almost tangential, like very close to correlation does not cause, is not causation. Yeah. Those are two things that we know uh, that there are actual things that happen here. Like if you're, if you're nauseous and you don't react well to nausea medicine, like peppermint is, does a decent job of helping you not be nauseous. Um, uh, and the, the mint, like if you have a sore throat, like you eat anything with menthol, like it will make your throat feel better. It has that effect. Um, and it's unsurprising that something that's mentholated, does it feel like cool and tingly? Like, yeah. yeah. So like something that's mentholated, like you put it on a headache, you put it on a stomachache, like that's going to have that soothing. Like clears your nostrils too. Yeah. It's going to have that really soothing effect to it. Like that is something we know works. Same with aloe vera and burns and sunburns. Like we know that aloe vera works in this way. Um, and so like. And, and like, I don't think people realize like, like we use those in medical supplies. Like that is something we use mm-hmm. medically. Um, but I think, I think people see that and like, oh, this plant, I can just cut it open and rub it on me. And it's the best thing for me. Like why, why does, does big pharma want me to buy their sunscreen and, uh, or their blue liquid yeah, in, yeah. To, to put on my sunburns? Um, but that blue liquid has that plant in it. Yeah. yeah. And, um. So I, I think there, there's there's almost like a like a, a confirmation bias that that because this works, oh, it confirms that 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 this stuff works, that this category works. Yeah. But I think those are like the only two examples that come to my mind uh, right off the top of my head that I was thinking of. That's like these are two anomalies of what for some reason they get lumped into this category of like other things as proof that the whole category is is good when it's the reality is is that like those are two things that um not necessarily peppermint in general but like the active ingredient that makes peppermint minty um like those are two things that that we know have uses and we use them for their uses and we've used them for their uses for hundreds of years like nobody yeah. disputes their uses so i think yeah i think i think there's there's a lot of confirmation confirmation bias in in uh in that yeah that's good my grandpa he cuts off aloe vera plants in his backyard and then he mixes them up with mud and like a, <laughs> like a bowl and then he rubs them on his open wounds <laughs> and i used to ask him like grandpa what are you doing man like that's dirt with some water and chopped up aloe vera, like it, the the flesh of like an aloe vera plant. Yeah, like he skins it and it's like the flesh. He chops it up, mushes it in there with mud and water and dirt and uh, rubs it on like legit open wounds. Like I've seen some open wounds on my grandpa's leg, and he just like cakes it in there, wraps it. Why does he always got wounds on his leg? He's a mechanic. I don't know. He just always has <laughs> things going on. But uh, uh, I asked him where he got it, and he's like, "Well, the Native Americans used to do it like this." I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. That's a long time ago, but that dirt in your backyard, I'm sure, is not as clean as maybe some of the open plains. <laughs> That's also an argument that I don't understand of, like, this is the way they used to do it. Like, do we live like, back Yeah, then? and they used to die a lot back then. At 25. <laughs> yeah. They used to be like, oh, he's 30. He's going to die soon. Like, that's not a good excuse. Yeah, I don't want to die when I'm 30. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway, I, I hope that answers our Seinfeld topic. Yeah, it kind of got segued there, but, uh, but it's good. It's yeah, good. I, th- I think that gives a general uh, idea of the, of the, the topic uh, as a whole. Yeah. Similar to vitamins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot we talked about vitamins. Yeah, we talked about vitamins. Yeah. Well, sweet. Should we get into some topics? Yeah, let's get into topics. Let's have you go first today. All right. Well, um, considering this is Thanks Festivigus Holla Month, um, 
Yeah, you've gotten so good at saying that. It's like, <laughs> like second nature. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been saying it in my sleep. Um, uh, surprisingly, they've declared that since uh, the Hall of Month is going on, mm-hmm. that this upcoming Friday will be Black Friday. Yeah. 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 So that is on our behalf. You're welcome, America. <laughs> they um, heard about what we're doing, and they just thought. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to get in on the ground floor um, with lots of deals and uh, price cuts. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, this month, this, this Friday, I forgot what the topic was. Uh, this Friday is black Friday. Yeah. And, uh, I just wanted to hear your thoughts, hear your plans, hear your experiences of black Friday in the past. Yeah. And, uh, I, uh, I have only gone out on black Friday one time ever. Mm -hmm. And I was probably like 11 or 12, I went with my mom to the Anthem outlets when those were Ooh. the only outlets that we had in like the Phoenix area. At I, least I think they were. Oh, yeah. I, rem- I remember. It was like a drive up there. It's like. And there was nothing in between there. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's filled. But. Yep. Uh, I used to love going there, though, because they had a sweet food court. Anyways, my did. mom was like, hey, we're leaving on Thanksgiving night right after right after dinner at grandma's house. We're going to go straight to straight up there and basically stay until midnight, until right when Friday hit, and then, you know, do whatever. Mm-hmm. And I went with my sister, my mom, my dad. Um, I think I had some other people there, too. But, again, I was like 11 or 12. I thought it was going to be fun. It ended up being, like, the most boring thing ever. There's lines everywhere. You're just standing and waiting. I fell asleep on the floor uh, outside of a store my mom was shopping you in. You fell asleep on the floor? Outside of a shop my mom Wait, was shopping it, in. so, like, the ground? On the ground. <laughs> I was going to say, out, it was like, outside of on, on the Anthem Mall, that's yeah. just ground. <laughs> There's no floor. Yeah, no floor. But it's like two, there was like two walls that made like a corner. And I like fell asleep in the corner, like almost like a bum, I think. Just right there in the corner. And uh, my mom was shopping in the store right behind it. And I just slept there until she came and got me after she was out of line. So that's my last experience of Black Friday. Since then, I have yet to go out on a Black Friday. If anything, I prefer Cyber Monday over Black Friday. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to go out in crowds. I'm not going to go out and fight for something. I don't really care enough to to spend a ton of money. Just because it's on sale doesn't mean I should buy it. Yeah. And I think that's one of the many problems that, well, I'll just, I won't say anything about that, but. No, I feel, yeah. Yeah. I feel where you're vibing. I feel like, and Mercedes, she listens to this, so I'm just going to, she's totally fine with me saying this, but she'll say things, (laughs) she'll, she'll say things things all the time like well it was on sale i'm like okay so instead of being a a mass amount of money it's now just a little bit less so it makes it so much better and uh so i don't know i'm not a fan of like going out and just because something is half off does not mean well i have to buy it like i have Mm -hmm. to get it now so yeah i've never been a fan of like shopping like that on black friday yeah and we don't Am I like since me and Mercedes have been married for the past five years, we don't do like extensive Christmas gifts. So I just don't think it's a need for me to go and find the cheapest things. Yep. When I know it's like we're only buying for a couple people, you know, my kids and maybe my parents and her parents. Like it's not like we're buying gifts for every family member to where we have to find the best deals because God forbid we spend a million dollars. Yep. So yeah, I don't know. We're not really into it. I don't think me and Mercedes have gone at all since we've been married. And my mom goes, though, still, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, it's cool for those people that want to fight and go to Walmart and get trampled. (laughs) I actually would almost like to go watch that one time just to see what happens. and Just sit and watch. Yeah, I find it interesting, especially when you watch the videos. It's like I don't understand those people jamming through those doors, like fighting and punching. and Yeah. It's just crazy that that is what people Just whatever they can grab. They're like, I don't care what it is. I just want to grab it. Yeah, give me that orange. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so weird and bizarre to me when you watch those videos of how consuming it is. Yeah. And, yeah, it's nuts. That would be hilarious on Black Friday if somebody waited in line and then, like, went and shopped for produce. (laughs) Just here for some bananas. (laughs) (laughs) There's no sale on the bananas. What's the deal? I was expecting that surprise <laughs> cuts. 59 cents, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I'm not really a fan, but I don't never really experience it enough either. So, yeah. What about you? Um, I mean, I I I've shopped a couple of times. I don't I've never waited in line. Like uh, you've gone to a place, but it's like but you but you don't but, go at like midnight and wait forever for Walmart. No, I've gone at like seven o'clock on Friday PM, seven PM on Friday. Yeah. And like like See, so maybe I've done that before. Like, oh yeah, let's just bounce really the, over to Best Buy and see And the mall's busy twenty four seven from now until Christmas. Yeah, I'm not anyway, going so to the mall. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, I, I remember 
two times distinctively. One time where we we bounced over um, to Best Buy right there um, in Surprise. And uh, I also jumped into, oh, what's that store there? It's not a Tilly's, Route 21. Jumped into Route, Route 21. Route 21. Route 21. R-U-E. Yeah. What'd you say? I, I thought you said Route. Oh. Okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Root? What the heck? Root 21? <laughs> no, jumped into Root 21. Uh, yeah, if you if you collapse the space in there a little bit, you go into Root 21. Yeah. Root 21. Root 21. Okay, um, so. And uh, I remember when we went there, uh, I bought some socks. Uh, of course. To just, yeah, circle, <laughs> to bring this all back full circle. Uh, they're the ones with, like, the, the geometric, like, it's, like, blue and red and green and yellow. It's, like, all primary. Yeah, but it's like yeah. black socks with like like lines and shapes like triangles yeah, um, yeah. of the, the those colors. Um, you still wear them? Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't been wearing. I still haven't been wearing long socks. I feel like it's not cold enough. Oh my gosh! The, the length, the long socks. They, they just they they bother my leg hairs. They bother my leg hairs. I know. Every time I take mine off, it's like they're skin yeah, tight my, to my leg. <laughs> my leg hairs all matted down. Um, and then the other time was when I was in college. Uh, I had to fly back on thanks no on Black Friday morning, um, and I flew back uh, from Dallas to Manhattan. Manhattan had a straight to Dallas connection, and uh, my family went to visit my my grandma and mom's side, and so we fl- I flew back from Dallas on that morning uh, into Manhattan, and uh, one of the RAs in the dorms um, he came and picked me up, and then we bounced over to. Uh, Best Buy, and then he immediately, as soon as we got back, left and went to Kansas City. But in Best Buy, I bought uh, Mad Men, and I immediately sat down and put in the first disc of Mad Men Season uh-huh. 1, and I sat on the couch until I had finished the entire first season of Mad Men. How long did that take? I think it was like 15 hours. You I didn't d- sleep? I didn't sleep. I just stayed up. I didn't have anything to do till Monday. It was Friday. So I, I think I paused... Um, briefly in the evening to go get Chipotle. <laughs> and I got Chipotle. And By yourself. Everybody's gone probably. Yeah, I was the only one in the whole dorms. Um, so I got Chipotle. I ate the burrito. And then... Uh, Is that kind of eerie being the only one there? No security or nothing? MCC doesn't have security. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I mean... it. I, I had multiple times where I was, like, one of the only ones people in a dorm. Like, one time, uh, me and my friend uh, Jalen, uh, we we opened up, uh, like, you could just credit cards people's doors. And, like, it's a really small college. So like, yeah, we know yeah. who's in every room. And so, um, but some doors were harder than, than others. And so we just went along the basement until we found a room that would let us credit card it. And we just opened it up and then we were like well what do what are we going to do now that we're in this room yeah um and so we settled on going and renting a couple of movies to watch in this room (laughs) and then we we bought like five thousand balloons and And then blew them all up we just sat there watching the movies blowing up balloons and filling up the the room with balloons (laughs) you knew who the the people were yeah and then we took a video of ourselves uh like moshing to a uh uh what's what's the what's the band uh moshing to the the, like data remember song uh where the breakdown of the song goes disrespect your surroundings so um where where i worked like in our food service uh we would play that album like every night closing Uh and uh and every time it got to that part we just start like banging on things and like (laughs) uh so so then we took a video of ourselves in the room with all the balloons. Yeah. And like we em- like as the video's going, we like empty drawers of theirs and like <laughs> like throwing the balloons and then everywhere. Just left it all. Um we, we cleaned up a little bit. We could put the drawers and stuff back, but we sent the video to them while they were this is <laughs> this is right this was like the first day of Christmas break. So they're like home with their families and then like, they dang get it. they get a video of us just trashing the room. They're pretty they're actually kinda of mad. But uh did you leave all the balloons in there? I think we left the I, we we may have moved the balloons. We didn't know them super well, <laughs> <laughs> so we, we may have moved the balloons to somebody else's room. Yeah. But uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I can't quite remember how, how it ended. So, I've never done yeah, that's Black Friday. Man, that's exciting. You talked about Best Buy and Surprise. That's like the worst traffic place ever, I feel like. Like Bell and Grand? Yeah, it's awful. Well, that well now it's not. Now that overpass not. helps. Yeah, but before. It was gar- Oh, yeah. Like going out of Surprise and in on Bell was. I would bet that intersection uh, going you know east-west on Bell and yep. then diagonally north-south-east-west on uh, Grand. Grand was, I mean, there had to have been 100,000 cars at least that passed through that intersection every oh, day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was nuts. It's got to be one of, had to have been one of the busiest intersections in the state. It, yeah, it's crazy. And the, it was always backed up forever. Yep. Especially in, like, if, that hour around rush hour. hour yeah. Um, or like around school getting um, out time. I remember, um, I remember one time we were, we were coming back to surprise and this was, this was in like 99. This was yeah. a long time ago. And we were coming back to surprise to pick somebody up from school. It must've been one of my sisters, but I don't know why I wasn't in school. Yeah. Um, and you'd spend, we spent like a half hour between Dysart and the, the other side of Grand Avenue, like a train came through and, uh, it, because that's like the main train line to yeah, yeah. passing through Phoenix. It was right there in the same intersection. And so the train came through and then is just, I don't know. It took forever. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, cool. Black Friday. Hopefully you enjoy it if you're going Black Friday this week. Don't get killed <laughs> for, a, for a 22-inch TV. <laughs> and if you do plan on getting trampled for a 22-inch TV, make sure it is after you've participated in Thanks Festivigus. <laughs> do you like that plug right there? Yeah, it's been throughout the whole episode. I love it. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. What's, oh yeah. what's your topic? Yeah, my topic. So this topic, I don't even know. This is a big part of my childhood. I don't know if it was for you at all. Hmm. Uh, so I want to hear from you. And I'm, I'm picking this topic uh, based off of me assuming it wasn't a part of your childhood at all. And as an outsider, I want to see your thoughts. So you're going to be surprised if this was if part it was, of If it was, then we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> because I would have never known. Um, but uh, skateboarding is my mm. topic. And that might seem boring to other people out there. So sorry if you don't like it. But I just want to hear um, very briefly, was there skateboarding interest in my childhood? What age? Oh, gosh. Probably like 13. Probably right around 13. Like middle school? Eighth grade, freshman year, right? Eighth grade, 13? Yeah, and it's weird because I can't quite place it because it was only with my church friends. It was never with my school friends. Yeah. So, like, uh, I don't really have a frame of reference for <laughs> for like when that time period was i was like oh, but that's with a friend that like i have no idea what age we were um and so with that friend uh uh then we kind of transitioned a little bit from well one i i used to love playing tony hawk's pro skater oh, so that was best. on nintendo 64 yeah so that was that, that was by far the biggest part mm-hmm. of uh the biggest skateboarding Gosh, thing that was such in my childhood um, and probably in my whole life. That was probably the biggest skateboarding <laughs> thing. Um, and yeah, so that was super, super fun. And then I remember um, I would always want to play as Bob Burnquist. Yeah. I always thought Bob Burnquist was really uh, cool. And I used to, I used to watch X games a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still a little vague. I still feel like I don't really understand the structure of X Games, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just kind of like structured like the Olympics. Is that? Yeah. Similar. Who, who oversees X Games? No I don't. Idea. Yeah, I don't really understand the structure. Yeah. So that that's a little misty. That's still a little yeah, misty yeah, up here. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Um. But I think quickly, uh, that friend one we transitioned into being more interested in music stuff. And then, two, we transitioned to not really being friends <laughs> shortly after that. Like, just stopped hanging out. Like, nothing yep. bad, but, like, yep. it was – I don't think we were either person's, like, closest friend. We just hung out sometimes. And then, yeah. Yeah. So uh, – That's it. I think I went to the skate park, <laughs> like, twice with him. And surprise? No. The, the really sketch one down off of, like, Greenway that's not there anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that called? Um, like, Thrasher World. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, something something world 
Yeah, I didn't grow up over there, so I don't. I never went to it. But. Yeah, it was sketchy. I was talking to somebody recently about it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, like like the the people that owned that just like lived there, and then <laughs> and then after they were they were like getting sued or something, so they just moved their like trailer. They just left. We're out. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's nice. That's sketchy. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, so that's, that's it. it. So that's what do you? Yeah, that's it for skateboarding for you. That's that's like all of the things that I I'm trying to think of anything else skateboard related. Um, I started to get interested in uh, ball bearings, but then it, I think I had more interest in yo-yos than skateboards. Yeah, were you, you a yo-yo kid or a skateboard kid? Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> On Twitter poll. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just like, I don't know. What were your thoughts looking in on the community of skateboarding? Um, I don't know. I've never thought about that before. I th- that's where that's like when I think about the topic, not just like I skateboarded, but yeah. I've been recently just like <clears throat> sorry, I'll let you finish and then I can I can talk, but no, I, I since you mentioned it, like I, I don't think like I think it was it felt like an exclusive group of like cool kids that had a special skill that like I didn't have. Yeah. So I was like I was like like if I was walking out and I was like, okay, who am I gonna hang out with? Can't hang out with those guys because <laughs> they're gonna like skateboard and stuff and I'll just kind of stand around. Yeah. So, oh, kind of nerdy kids that really <laughs> like sports. Yeah, we can go talk about fantasy baseball or fantasy football in the seventh grade. And that was my friends. Yeah, yeah. Talking about se- fantasy football in seventh grade. <laughs> I didn't even know what fantasy football was until like four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I, I listened to this podcast called The Nine Club. It's like a skateboarding podcast. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, um, hosted by this guy named Chris Roberts and another guy named Kelly and they both are professional skateboard. One of them is a professional skateboarder. He's a little older now. <clears throat> skateboarder for Element. And then there's this other guy, Kelly, who's a professional filmer for skateboarding. Mm. And they basically, for the, for the Nine Club, they have like 100 and some episodes. They just interview skateboarders. Like, that's all they do. So every episode, it's every Monday, it's like a different skateboarder. Mm. And they just, they've had Tony Hawk on there like twice, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and they just kind of share their story and stuff. But it's interesting to me because I never thought about it either, which is why I wanted to talk about it. The community of skateboarding and what it it brings, like the good that comes out of it, but then also I think the negative that comes from skateboarding. Uh, me and Steve Guzman, he's a guy that mm-hmm. volunteers here. He's a skateboarder. But he's in like his sixties, and he skateboarded. He skateboarded since he was younger <clears throat> in California, um, and we both talk about this a lot and how the skateboarding community is just really dark and like it 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 produces. I think more harmful and bad things than good, if hmm. that makes sense. And I, I think, I don't know what the, I don't know why it's like that. Maybe it's cause it's like the streets and it's different. Like it's not a, an athletic team where you have like a coach that's disciplining and leading, hmm. but it's really in skateboarding is so individualistic and you just kind of do your own thing. A lot of skateboarders are outcasts. So like they, their parents don't care where they are. They're not welcome at home or like whatever. So they just go to the skate park cause it's cheap. And they don't have to do anything, and they can just skateboard around. Like, not every skateboarder is like that. Mm-hmm. If anybody knows who Nigel Houston is or Ryan Sheckler, he was on MTV forever. Ryan Sheckler sounds uh, familiar. He was on MTV for a long time. He was like, <laughs> he was on MTV Cribs as like he was a young okay. skateboarder. So he skates. Probably saw him on Cribs then. Yeah, <laughs> he skates X Games. Like you talking about X Games? Yeah, he's like an X Game skater, a contest skater, and those types of skaters are almost. Um, not looked down on, but it's like, hey, that's a different type of skater. Mm-hmm. Like someone who skates contests and goes to X Games. And then you have these other side of skating that's like this street skating where you don't do contests. You're strictly street skating. Does that mean that um, like do street skaters not make money from, from skating? Oh, no, they do still. How? Uh, sponsorships and endorsements. So but, but same who, as an who's, athlete. Who's watching them skate? They it's a f- they film okay so so like it's, so like Baker is a skateboarding company it's almost like Instagram celebrities that like just make money off of promoting things on Instagram like they're being paid yeah, but it, but by like, a company to wear their gear while they and, make these and videos these incredible of them. tricks yeah and get other people to buy the gear because they're good at it yeah so like Baker is a company a company skateboarding company started by Andrew Reynolds who's a professional skateboarder started Baker there's the Baker team which is like eleven skaters and and they're all street skaters. 
skaters. They don't they don't do X Games and all that stuff. But they skate. They they do these videos. There's been Baker One, Baker Two, uh, Baker Three, Baker Four is coming out. These are movies. They're like two hours long, two mm. to three hours long. And all the skaters have like a 15 minute part in each movie. Hmm. And you film for three years to make 15 minutes. And then you make these videos and they go out and then people buy your stuff or your boards, your shoes, like all these things. Andrew Reynolds, he makes over a million a year and he's a professional skateboarder. Yeah. You wouldn't tell by the way you look at him. He looks like he's a friggin' <laughs> holes and every, you know, like his clothes right. are already. But anyways, <clears throat> um, so anyway, I just think like the skating community, uh, it provides, it reminds me and I, and I'm, if you listen to this and you're a skateboarder and maybe you don't agree with it, but it reminds me of like a gang almost mm-hmm. like they're accepting and they don't care who you are. Like they're just accepting of you as a person. They, they care for you. They show that you're wanted, which I feel like a gang is similar uh, for people that join gangs. A lot of times they just have nowhere else to go. So they join a gang. Yeah. When they're young and skateboarding, I feel like is somewhat similar. Like you get into this environment. I remember the very first time, not the very first time, but um, when I first started skateboarding, the skate park I used to go to all the time was on 67th Avenue in Thomas, mm-hmm. which is like pretty rough area. It's called Encanto. It's not called Encanto anymore, but it used to be called Encanto Skate Park. Um, and that was the first place I was like introduced to any type of like drugs, marijuana. Yeah. I saw a crystal meth pipe there. So like in my mind, I relate skateboarding to all these like negative things. Um but at the same time, it was like a massive part of my childhood. Yeah. And then even now, like I still go to the skate park and skate. Yeah. So I just find it a weird dynamic and I don't know why I picked that as a topic actually. Yeah. No, I, think- I just think I, I just, I, that's why I was just curious your thoughts. Like on the community, there was this new movie that just came out called the mid nineties. That looks really good. By Jonah Hill. Yep, and he talks really and good. the whole essence of the movie is how that skateboarding community has it, like welcomes in this kid who's younger. Yeah. And, like, you know, whatever. Um, so I just, I have a lot of, I have a lot of love for skateboarding. Um, at the same time, I find it so dark and like lost and whatever. So, yeah, no, I think, um, I think that's a really interesting, really interesting point that you make. Like the, it it does, it does seem like, um, I don't know. It's, it does seem like it, um, like it, it in itself, skateboarding has always been, um, an accessible and countercultural yeah. thing. So, so like you know, no skateboarding signs in yeah. public places, and and uh. people skateboarding anyway. Like that's um, that's always been just kind of part of everything. Part of it, yeah. Part of it, and uh, I think, yeah, I think there is something to um, there being like a benefit to being a place for people to connect with but i think it it's probably fair as an outside observer saying that maybe maybe for a lot of people what they're connecting to and you know it's pretty broad generalization but what they're connecting to uh in the skateboarding community isn't necessarily like the most productive thing for that person yeah and i think my question is why why do you think <clears throat> and i've always thought like why is it like that though i think i like, don't know where, and maybe that comes back from the a lot of people who skateboard are just they're they're kind of an outcast they're different they're strange they're yeah you know they're not accepted anywhere else so they come here and it's like oh like but at the same time like why is it so dark like why do you have skateboarders that are overdosing and a lot of skateboarders are alcoholics like yep. a lot of them are on this podcast I listen to nine club most of skateboarders have like have been they always talk about well i've been sober eight years now like they've been yep. alcoholics for their whole life and it's like man what is so negative about the sport that draws people to do those types of things yeah that's that's a really interesting question like i think so one of my favorite writers uh, the late great Anthony Bourdain in his in his book Kitchen Confidential, you know, he talks so much about like growing up, like it didn't matter what it was, like, and it's kind of it's a it's really sad to think about now, knowing yeah. that in the end he ended up t- taking his own life alone in a hotel room in Paris, yeah. and but just talking about like never really feeling like he fit, like he belonged, and just. Everything that he pursued, especially when he was younger, was just to, yeah, just to, to like stick it to the man, to be countercultural, to, yeah. I think, I think he was skating, but he definitely played soccer during yeah. a time when soccer was not, not, not cool, mainstream at all, <laughs> yeah. not cool at all. 
uh, the music that you listen to, the things he wore, and then like he paints a really vivid picture of the food industry being yeah. almost exactly like what you're talking about yeah. with the skateboarding community. And and when you think about it, like like the the food industry, you know, professional chefs, sous chefs, they have a a, a very similar. I think demographic makeup of people yeah. that like the food preparation itself is already already in the background. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's in the back of the store, it's unseen. Yeah. And and it's it's working, it's choosing to work during a time when everybody else is out doing leisure things, yeah. oh, you yeah. know. Yeah. And and I think yeah, uh I think it, that just feels very attractive um to people sometimes. You know, things don't always make easy sense. Yeah. And, you know, if if like-minded people tend to congregate, you know, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and and so I think I think that that certain things just become havens of like-minded people, but that they, they don't necessarily have. <laughs> like, like they aren't don't necessarily that they, they might be like-minded about the wrong things, yeah. Yeah. you know. They might ha- have differences that don't draw them together that they don't really care about, um, but the things that draw them together are that like uh, rebellion, which everybody needs a little healthy rebellion. Yeah, yeah. But just like you were saying, like like the the drug use and alcoholism among chefs is like huge. Like that's a, I mean, most of Anthony Bourdain's life, yeah, yeah, like just drug use of all kinds, and it, he talks about taking his first international flight and like just the terror of not being able to be being stuck on a plane without being to able to get his fix for crazy. 12 hours or whatever mm-hmm. flying to Japan. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I think um that's a really interesting. I I've never really thought a lot about the like I don't know, the grouping there like cuz it never yeah. really felt like it was a group that I belonged to. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just inter- it's an interesting it's interesting cuz it's a sport. Um so I just always find it fascinating. Like like you mentioned, like how does the X Games work? It's yeah. all individualistic still. You're on a team. Right. You might have a sponsor. It's all mm-hmm. individualistic though. The Olympics, the skating is becoming part of the Olympics. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know when. Like next year, I think. Or the next Olympics, whenever, whenever the next, that is. Whenever yeah. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, maybe. Twenty twenty. <clears throat> but skateboarding's coming around and all these skateboarders are like up in arms about it. I think it's awful. Because it's making it a team. Yeah. Like America is making it mainstream. Yeah. And like the styles are different. Like how can you judge a skateboarder? Because <clears throat> there's so many other things that go into it. Yeah. So I don't know. This is an interesting. I'm, I'm sure people felt the same about figure skating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. How, how can you judge figure skating? It's always there's so many styles. different styles. Yeah. Well, cool. they pick a style basically. Yeah. And... Well, cool. That's it for our uh, topics today. Yeah. Yeah. Normally at this point we'd have a main topic as well, but. And we have some things doing. We have some things doing. Yeah. But, uh. But I think uh, those three topics, Seinfeld kind of turned into a topic a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that, that was a, a little longer extended. than normal. It was kind of funny because you said, we've been doing these recaps a little shorter to get into the, the, the gist of the Seinfeld episode, <laughs> the relatable topics, and it turned out being like 25 uh, minutes. So yeah. Um, so with that being said, man, continue to send in your topics as well. Um, again, we will get to them when we get to them, but we enjoy having those to choose from and talk about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And send them in however you can. If you are a lucky listener and you have our phone numbers, text them to us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or hit us up on Instagram. On uh, You can put them in the review, too. Add a question, put in some topics, do whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're open to uh, all topics suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, awesome. It felt like a pretty good video. <laughs> <laughs> video. Give me a video. Uh, Yeah, just video of us sitting awkwardly far apart from each other. Yeah, almost too far. Yeah. Uh, But I think that was a good episode. Yeah, I thought it was too. Felt good. Yeah. So be safe out there for for Black Friday. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Getting those deals. But most importantly, enjoy Thanks Festivigus. Yeah, real quick. Sorry, before we (laughs) wrap up. We talked about the rate and review and subscribe. You only have like two weeks left. We're doing this at the end of November. Yeah. So so this is coming out on Monday the nineteenth. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming out on Monday the nineteenth, which means that you've got like eleven days when you're hearing this or less. 
Yeah. To get in your reviews. Yeah. And we have currently eight reviews. Mm-hmm. And our goal was 30. That's right. So we, we need your help. We still want to get there. So let me just say this. If you're wondering, man, I would really like a $50 Amazon gift card because with a $50 Amazon gift card, I can get like 100,000 of those like tooth flossers, <laughs> like like the ones with the little bit of floss in between the plastic yeah, bit. my dentist it, told me those don't work. So if you're getting those, I'm going to advise you not to get them. I, I like them. Okay, we get but, them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you floss it and you just throw away. Yeah, you just yeah. floss and throw away. Floss and throw away. So, so you can get like a a, a huge amount of of those for, for, 50 bucks. for fifty bucks. So if you're like, man, I really need a huge amount of those. Um, so I need more chances to get fifty bucks. Um, steal your spouse's phone. R- yeah, rate it on the spouse's phone. I need to do that with while my you're spouse. while you're there. <laughs> download all the episodes again. Nobody's watching. Nobody the, nobody will know. Yeah, just yeah. download all the episodes again. Man, I don't care good. if your spouse isn't going to listen yeah. to it. Just we just want the review on that. Take their phone, subscribe, download, review. Put a different question. Um, if you've got kids, take their phones, <laughs> subscribe, download, review. Uh, I mean, really, you could have infinite number of chances. Yeah. If yeah. you stole infinite number of phones, yeah. So um, people at work, just yeah, grab it real quick. Yeah, hey, can, hey, can I, I see your phone, phone real second? quick? And like, oh no, I'll be right back. I just gotta make a phone call, <laughs> and then they'll they'll get their phone back, and and lo and behold, they have all of two Justins downloaded yeah. on their phone, waiting for them. Oh, that'd be that's a clever idea. So yeah, yeah. So um, get out there, be creative with uh, the way to get more entries, because <clears throat> unlike contests in the real world we have no terms and conditions so <laughs> we don't care <laughs> be as ruthless as possible and we'll get you the that 50 dollars amazon gift card yeah that's good so cool awesome it always happens at the end <laughs> Uh, if you're still listening, <laughs> this happens all the if time. If you're still listening, you are really bought in. I'm going <laughs> to insert even more silence there in between us actually oh, talking. So it'll we'll just sound waiting. like it ends, and then it's going to be like silence, and then like a little secret, a little secret that we're here. If you're if you're listening and you made it to the secret ending club. <laughs> uh, uh, just, uh, in order to, to prove that you're in the club, um, you just tweet at us, uh, the word walrus. If you tweet or Instagram at us or tell us in person or text us, the word walrus will know that you listen until the bitter end, until your podcast player moves on to the next episode. Oh, that's good. So, uh, yeah, that'll be a fun little experiment. Yeah, we'll see if anybody cares. And uh, if you have any suggestions for how to regularly end the podcast, we're obviously really bad at it. So we would appreciate uh, we would appreciate that. So uh, until next time. Until next time. Happy Thanks Festivigus. Uh, happy Hollow Month and uh, Operation Walrus commence. <laughs> <laughs>